Hello, and welcome back to Self-Healing After Trauma. I am Dr. Asher Beckwith, and I am here with our co-host, Kimberly Ward. Today, we are really excited. We are going to be talking about the trigger regulator, which is three steps to help you manage when you are feeling triggered. So let's talk a little bit about triggers, just to recap a bit. We've talked about them a little bit in our previous episodes, so I encourage you to go back and listen to those if you haven't done so already. But really, triggers can come up in all kinds of different situations. And so it can be something like a word or even an experience or being around certain people or in certain environments. And when your body starts to feel like tense and you might want to protect, that's how I feel when I get triggered or I clench my jaw or you might do different kinds of things and your body might feel some kind of constriction. The important thing is to be aware of when you're feeling triggered and to acknowledge that trigger and to identify it and to call it a trigger. And then once you have gone through that process, then what you can do is you can enact these three steps that Kimberly is going to tell you about in order to help get you out of that triggered place. Hmm. So Kimberly, I'll turn it over to you. Thank you, Asher. It's so nice to be here with everyone again today. Uh, And I I think, you know, as you were mentioning, uh, when it comes to triggers, it's helpful to remember that uh, when you find yourself triggered, whether you find that you're constricted or that anger comes up or fear comes up or frustration comes up or um, something happens, it's a physical response, right? Your body is remembering something that happened in the past that your body and your system is reminded of in the present moment. And what we tend to do is we tend to respond from the past, Instead of from our cognitive brain making a rational decision on how to deal with the situation, our unresolved trauma tends to hijack us and we're responding as if we were still in the past. And that usually doesn't go very well. <laughs> usually we we react instead of respond from a reasonable place. And then often, I don't know about you, Asher, but I often then feel bad later. Oh, I hate how I handled this situation. I might be blaming the other person for causing it when really it was a past scenario that my body remembered. And often you don't even consciously know that it's happening. But like you said, Asher, the first trick is recognizing that you have been triggered. And if that's all you can do at this point, that's enough to just be able to recognize that, oh, I I notice that my body is responding from a past trigger, that it's not really about what's happening in the present moment, or it is, you know, someone from your past bothered you, you have to see that person, maybe a family member, and they're triggering your reaction. And it typically still isn't about the present moment. It's about the unresolved traumatic experience that hasn't had the healing and support that you need to then make a more rational decision in the moment when those challenging things come up. So what we're going to do today is share with you my favorite way to regulate my system when I notice that I have been triggered. Okay. Um, And what we're going to do with this is not try to fix 
the scenario, but regulate our system so that we have the space. I say the space and the grace to make, to have a better reaction. And I still don't have to do anything about it, but if I'm more regulated, I can tolerate the situation better and use my rational brain. When we're triggered, our rational brain doesn't work very well. So if we can regulate our system, get back to our rational brain, still don't necessarily have to do anything about it yet, but I'm less likely to do something I'll regret. (laughs) And we talked about that pause as well, right? mm -hmm. So being able to to take that pause. So once you realize that you are triggered, being able to pause. And so they, these steps are going to add on to that, that pause and help you to get out of that place. Yeah, that, that sacred pause, right. Gives us that space and the grace to really consciously see what's happening and make a wise decision on how to move forward or maybe even leave the situation if needed, or even eventually have the skills to be able to articulate um, from a rational place what's happening and what your needs are. But you know what, if you're not there yet, that's okay. This um, trigger regulator is going to be really useful. And what I love about this, it's a three-step process that you can do anywhere. You can literally do this in uh, a meeting that you're having with your boss. You can do this if you're with your siblings that you're in an argument with, or or you can do this um, if you need to, you can, and you have the ability to go to the restroom for a few minutes. You can do this there, but you can literally do this right in front of somebody without them really even notice, noticing what you're doing. So We'll just go through this really quickly. It's really, really simple. Three steps. And the first step is to just stop and see, meaning look around, let your nervous system, your brain and your nervous system, your subconscious brain, I mean, your subconscious brain and your nervous system, see, there's no tiger chasing me, right? I'm just looking around and I'm taking in the fact that I'm currently not actually in danger, even though my nervous system is responding from a past event where I was not safe, my system remembers that past event and is giving me the ability to handle myself as if I was in danger. Currently, I might be irritated, but I'm probably not actually in danger. So looking around, just slowly taking in what you see is telling your nervous system, there's no tiger chasing you. You're actually okay. And one of my favorite things to do is to find a spot that I think is nice to look at. Like if the wall or, oh, that's a a beautiful flower on the table. Just one spot that I can just really take in. I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna see that I'm safe. Look at a spot that I enjoy looking at. And then the next step is to sigh and smile, okay? Sighing, remember that longer exhale will help to kick in the parasympathetic rest and digest response in your body. So a sigh can be that long exhale to give your parasympathetic um, system a boost. And then just slightly, I don't have to fake a smile. I'm not faking a big smile here. I'm just gently shifting the corner of my mouth to have a little bit of a slight slight smile. And what that does is that can kick in oxytocin and other calming hormones. So you're really allowing the parasympathetic to override that sympathetic nervous system response that we got when we were triggered. So stop and see. 
around, slow down, take a moment, sigh and smile, that exhale. I can then even take a few more deeper breaths, slowed breaths and smile slightly, not a fake smile. And then I'm going to step and tap. Okay. You can tap your feet on the floor like you're walking um, in place and you feel the ground under your feet. And you can also tap your body. So I like to do like cross the body tapping. So tap one side, then the other side, step my feet up and down. If I can, if I'm standing, I can just rock back and forth a little bit. No one has to know I'm doing this. If I'm sitting at my desk across from my boss, I can tap my feet and I can keep my hands underneath um, the, the desk even. And I can tap across my legs here. So I'm grounding by feeling the floor or feeling the chair under me. And I'm tapping. I'm feeling my body. I'm here and I'm grounded. So I'm using many of the senses to bring myself back into the present moment because the trigger comes from the past. So I'm bringing myself to the present moment. I'm looking, I'm slow. I stop, look around, right? I'm pausing. I'm looking around. I'm letting my nervous system know nothing really bad, nothing really horrible is happening. Actually, I'm safe. I might not like the situation, but I am actually safe sighing, kick in my parasympathetic nervous system, a little bit of a smile, a little bit of oxytocin, and then I'm going to step and tap and really ground into my body. Then I was just going to add too, really quick that by doing this, by being able to interrupt that process, the more you can do that, the less your body will react from that triggered kind of state. Yeah. It will learn. You're learning how to react more appropriately in the moment, right? You're learning how to use work with your system right, and bring it into that parasympathetic place where your conscious mind will work better. Your cognitive mind will be able to think and process what's actually happening in the moment instead of being stuck in the past trigger. Right. It's like we're regrooving the brain a little bit, right? And allowing it to really... Uh, heal and to interrupt that process and form new connections. And it might seem challenging at first to to do this and have that interruption, but the more you do it, the easier it will get. And then it'll become like second nature. You'll notice something in your body or you'll notice an angry reaction or fear reaction or whatever coming on and you'll go and just automatically start to do it. Right. And, and you know what, it's when you're, when you just notice you're feeling anxious and you're all by yourself and you weren't triggered by something externally, but you're noticing something internally, you can use these three steps as well. And like Asher said, the more you practice this, then when an actually, an actual trigger arises um, in an external environment, you can use these skills because you're used to practicing them and they really um, are not hard and it might seem like you're not really doing much of anything like your cognitive mind might like this is so silly but (laughs) I promise it's not I promise that it is it might seem simple and silly and it is simple but it really does work to have these simple tools and again you don't have to yet have a full solution to the situation that triggered you 
You can't get to a solution though when you're dysregulated. So just being able to catch yourself and realize, cognitively realize you've been triggered by the past event in the present moment, by bringing your body back to the present moment with these skills, (laughs) excuse me, then practicing that over time, then I promise you're going to wake up one day and realize I totally handled that situation differently than I ever did before, right? The solutions will come. But first, you have to be kind of a master of your nervous system. And this is a simple tool that you can practice over and over again, and you will be able to master your own reaction. And I think it's really important to to realize that the, the triggered response that you're having is from the past, but it is your body's response, right? And we've talked about that a lot. And it's it's important to know that yes your your cognition is also having that response but that it's really in your body so the more you can focus on interrupting that that messaging and allowing your body to relax and to be present and to be more in that moment mm-hmm. um, the better yeah. off you will be yeah in terms yeah. of being able to make decisions and do things moving forward mm-hmm. so yeah and and reminding yourself that it's it's just the body. The body is responding from the memory of the past. And even though my body is having this reaction, I have these skills to be okay in the moment. It, it's just, I tell myself that so often when I feel the butterflies in my stomach or the, I'm, I'm stopping the breath because I'm feeling scared about something. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's my body's reaction. And what we're learning to do is we're learning to master our body, right? We're learning to have the skills that it takes to navigate our way through these physiological actions that we're never going to be able to stop. And we don't want to, because we want our body to have that um, radar to keep us safe, You know, if you're walking across the street, you want to be able to respond to a car that could hurt us, right? Like we want to have these reactions. The problem is when we've been traumatized, we're hypervigilant. You did a beautiful episode on that. We get this hypervigilance where we tend to stay in this defensive um, state in our system and learning that, oh, my body is going to have those reactions at times but I'm okay. It's just my body. It's just my body. And I can learn to regulate with these three simple tools, these really three, the very, very simple things that you can do anywhere in front of anyone. And they won't even know what you're doing. I'll just share really quick. I had an interesting thing that happened this week. So I take voice lessons and my parents were both opera singers actually growing up. And so this week I had my voice lesson, but I have an incredible fear of singing. And that's why I'm taking voice lessons because I'm trying to work on that fear and learn how to express myself and learn that it's okay to sing and do these things. And that was something that I was also heavily criticized for when I was younger. And Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of trauma that's actually affiliated with vocalizing things and with expression and expressing myself again hence why i'm taking voice lessons because i wanted to do that in a contained way with a teacher and so this week i was learning a new song 
And I didn't really know the lyrics very well. And so I was trying, and I didn't really even know the melody that well, uh, but I was trying to figure out what the lyrics were and like read them off this little screen while trying to sing them. And, and what happened was I noticed that I couldn't breathe. It felt like I like almost had like a rock or something sitting on my chest. And my teacher and I, we work really hard on like trying to breathe and doing breathing exercises, very intentional breathing exercises. And I was like, I can't sing anything, like barely anything was coming out of my mouth. And then I realized like part of the way through the song, oh, I'm not actually breathing. <laughs> I, my stomach was so tight and my chest was so tight because I have been criticized in the past for not getting things perfect, for not having the lyrics perfect, you know, for not singing right on key, for not all of these things by my parents. And I, that was still ingrained. And so it was very triggering for me to be trying to learn this new song. And I, my body automatically went into this defensive mode and I didn't even realize it. And then I, as I got part of the way through the song, I went, oh, my stomach was like this and my chest was like this. And I even mm -hmm. said it out loud in the middle of the song to my instructor. And then I was able to take a deep breath, look around, stomp my feet, you know, and, and I was able to come back and then be fully present in that moment. And then it was like the most beautiful sound was coming out of me. Mm -hmm. So this, this really truly does work. It really helps to interrupt that whole process that whole trauma response process mm, what a beautiful example of the past coming up in your present moment and your parents weren't there to criticize you right but your body was remembering the scenario and how awesome and brave of you to go take those lessons you know and i'm sure with the intention to help you move past that old programming that's really awesome. I love that you're doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a very exciting, exciting thing to do. All right. Well, is there anything that you wanted to add? You know, I just think just be nice to yourself because wherever you're at in your healing process is okay. Right. If you're at the place where you're just recognizing that you get triggered that it's not a natural, your natural state of being, that it's, it's a response to something from the past. That's okay to be right there, right? If you catch yourself when you're triggered, but you're not sure what to do yet, that's okay to be right there. You know, you will get to the point where things trigger you less or not at all. You will get to the point where you have an automatic ability to stay regulated despite the distressing things that happen. But strive for that, but be okay where you're at on your journey. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I want to encourage everyone also to take that ACEs test. It's at www.selfhealingtrauma, I'm sorry, www.selfhealtrauma.com. And that will help to inform your, your journey as you are healing. And then I also wanted to let you know that we have an additional video for this three steps trigger regulator. And I'm going to place that information in the show notes. And there is also a handout that when you go to this, um, the three steps trauma regulator video, you will then be able to also access 
a handout that will help you. So, and check out the previous episodes on, on triggers if, you, if you'd like as well too. Well, we want to really thank you all. And I want to let you know that we're going to spend some time really looking at trauma recovery tips. So for the next eight weeks, we're going to take a different tip each week, and we're going to be able to discuss it and provide you all with some resources so that really you can have the tools and things that you need in order to embrace on your trauma healing journey. So next week, we're going to be talking about emotional exhaustion. And I know personally, as a person who has survived trauma, that I struggle with fatigue and have struggled with fatigue. And so I think that that will be a hopefully really monumental episode for folks. So I encourage you to please tune in next week. And as always, Kimberly and I both want to thank you very much for the honor of being here and being a part of your healing journey. Thank you all. Bye-bye.